0: listening to the lion podcast
1: all right yes people well welcome back now episode what is the episode <laughs> 16 <laughs> episode 16 it's already starting it's off to 16, really yeah. good On... here we go we oh, will try it again <laughs> no i like it keep going <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm human it's um, all natural You know, and it's so fitting on this Easter Sunday that, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm just playing. Um, Anyway, yeah, people, so we're back at it, episode 16, and uh, kick it off with some news. We actually had a really busy weekend. We were playing at Sahara Lounge on Friday with Ballestar, and then we did uh, Hondro's in San Antonio on Saturday. And then today we just had, we got to kick it and do some Easter relaxing, so... Man, it was it was. You some guys good got shows. to kick it. You didn't. Uh,
2: there was no kicking it being done on my part today, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, me, James, and Firestar had a good day today. We went out to brunch. We went uh, to the pool. You know, living it up. We don't work on we don't work on mm. Day. Mm. Yeah. Where'd it, y'all go? For lunch, uh, we went to uh, Sawyer's on Caesar Chavez. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was good, and but it, it was pretty busy. Yeah. Did y'all What's see anyone honk? Uh, I
2: honked at y'all. Do y'all see me?
1: Yeah, I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. It was funny
2: they were coming they were I don't know where y'all were coming from, but I, I was doing deliveries and I saw them in the Jeep and honked at
1: them. Yeah, we we were coming from um Sawyer's going to James's place. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. But um yeah, so anyway, um I think the show's went good though. Uh it was a joy to have everyone come out to Sahara Lounge again and It was also really fun um, being in San Antonio and we sold a bunch of records and, you know, got to link with um, Sergeant Remo again and Sean Austin came out to Friday. So it was, it felt like the reggae unity, you know? Yeah, we got to
2: hang out with Kaya Katura too, which uh, we've, you know, we've played their music on here before and um, I've, I've maybe met. You know one of those guys before but never got to really meet the band as it is now so that was kind of cool to kick it with them and and have them uh you know true warm up the vibes for us uh, in their in their town
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's cool actually getting to hang because uh yeah like you said the first time kind of vibing it out so hopefully be back in san antonio at some point again maybe next month i thought that was uh one of our better uh better
2: shows that we've done in in san antonio i Personally. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think so too. It felt good and people were really receptive and it's always a good show when people buy merch afterward because then that means that they want to take a piece home. You know, they had such a good night or they really enjoy right. the
3: music. So yeah. Amen. And
1: uh, Tom, it was your <laughs> first time in San Antonio.
3: My first time in San Antonio. You know, the thing about that, one of the many good things about being in this band is that I'm getting to see parts of Texas that I might not have otherwise seen like totally uh, example a fredericksburg um yeah
0: you love fredericksburg, san
3: antonio yeah. love fredericksburg, right? what's that
0: you love fredericksburg right
3: yeah fredericksburg was great yeah fredericksburg <laughs> i felt right i felt right <laughs> at home there
1: oh yeah yes because <laughs> you're okay, a, i think uh, all of us felt right at home yeah <laughs> no but san antonio is 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 got a cool vibe you know it was fun um the, the street definitely, it was a, it was a late night street, St. Mary. Like we got there real yeah. early and it was kind of a ghost town. And I was like, hmm, is there going to be anybody at the show? And then like around 10, 30, 11, like the street started to pack up and like no more parking. I was like, oh, okay. But next time, Tom, we got to take you to the Alamo.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You yep. got to see the Alamo, man. I at least see it's Alamo. like a checklist thing you got to do. I, I can't believe Alamo. you haven't done it already. James. Yeah, I need to. I need to create just a Texas talking, bucket man. list. No, but I did go to the Mexican
0: marketplace, which is cooler than the Alamo. Okay. Why can't we do both? Yeah,
2: I can. I can see that.
1: <laughs> well, anyway. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let's just jump into some new music. How does that sound? Hey, Sounds why good. not? All right. Um. So the first song I put on the list is called "Smooth Black Skin," and it's from artist called Blackamore who will actually be the next Sahara Lounge featured artist and it's going to be a real blessing to have him come through Austin he hasn't been through in a while and uh maybe one of our you know bigger acts to come through so I really really want to stress to everybody don't miss this show it's going to be really nice May 7th I believe um so yeah this is one of my favorite tunes that we're going to be doing with him and uh yeah, I will let you decide for yourself. Check it out. Smooth black skin. All
4: right. So beautiful. You know that? Never see a woman so pretty yet. My attitude, i a queen. She know I am a queen. Smooth black skin. Africa. Black skin, African woman, you I want to be inside, yeah. From the genesis, right from the beginning I first saw you stepping in, you caught my eye You boost my adrenaline, chock full of melanin You walk the way you talk, so strong yet feminine. feminine Baby you make me high I'm breathing off your vibes Your energy I feel like I can fly Girlfriend, when you're close to me It is what love's supposed to be So hot, hit the spot, we spark When you're holding me tight Love in the dark of night Smooth, black skin African woman, you I want to be Inside your circle
1: Yeah, okay. big big tune, big tune. What do y'all think about that one? I like that one, man. It's, it, great. It, it's like the title says, it's smooth. Oh yeah, Very great nice. line. Yeah,
3: and Tom, you said that
1: you you um you heard a Luton Fire song with that rhythm.
3: Yeah, I heard Luton Fire on that uh, live in San Francisco. Okay. That was the first time I heard that rhythm and it was, I mean, I, I, the first time I heard it, I liked it so much. I immediately took out my phone and started to film it.
1: Yeah.
2: So I've like, never heard this. The, this yeah. I've never heard this. So rhythm. You heard that, you heard, you heard that before this version then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the first time I've heard this rhythm as well, Dane. Um,
1: yeah. It's cool though. I like it. I just love the baseline. Like it's kind of weird, but it really grooves in a good way. So it does. Yeah, people, Black Amor, Don't sleep on this artist. He's dope and he's gonna be in Austin May seventh. So well, let's move on to the
2: next one Yeah, and song. then after that we're we're gonna be backing him at Tico
1: Time too, the Tico
2: Time Festival. True.
1: Very true. Yeah. Yep. Aztec. What I don't I don't think we have many podcast listeners in Aztec <laughs> right now, at least not yet. Well, you never <laughs> know.
2: And and I've I've talked to a few people in Texas that might be traveling to the festival to hang out. Oh. So that's an That's an option too. It's a camping festival. So you could, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's true. Take, take that little weekend off, come and, come and join us on a, on a little trip.
1: Yeah. You can see Lion Heights perform three times.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) With different artists. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess like, uh, yeah, I mean we've talked about it enough and, and it kind of leads us into my choice for today, which was, um, actually I have two choices, but this is my first choice is, um, a song from somebody that we're going to be also backing up at Tico time. And, and Dane and I have backed him before. I don't think you guys have James and Tom. Um, but, but yeah, uh, goes by the name of Mr. Collie. He's out of, well, he's, he's out of New Mexico, but, but Dane tells me he's relocated recently, but, um, either way, uh, this is a tune called India. Um, that's off his project called hungry. And, uh, yeah, so I wanted to play that for y'all. Listeners back there and give Incoming. you a little taste.
5: Here we go.
6: Astronomer is lying to us, maybe some biologist is lying to us, because even in your templar region, your mental area, you have a receptor for the good, 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 marijuana. When they say India, them say in Indica, when they say in this valley, i valley of green Marijuana. khalia, from an no me no shiva, ganja, a sacred river, I flowed to India, they told me. The ancient hieroglyphics were only found down in Egypt. Well, how come the Vatican went to a certain part of India in the dark caves? to, yet yeah, to really find it. The Vatican sent the Knights of the Templar. They found secret mathematical symbols, secret alphabets written on sacred, sacred leaves. They took these leaves and cased them in glass, only to be seen in secrecy by the so called upper intellectuality and class. When they say India, they say in Indica. When they say in Balia, Green Marijuana.
1: I love that he, he's dropping that knowledge in there Like real fast Yeah he's lots like, of
2: knowledge in this track man
1: He was like He was like Oh man I can't I was trying to even just remember what he said uh, <laughs> did, did you know that the Vatican uh, In the dark ages Discovered that Like <laughs> like I can't even remember what it is Yeah Yeah it's kind of cool The Knights of the Templar Yeah
2: Yeah and uh, produced um, Produced by um, Dub Gideon Which the, I guess I is um, Like Yeah which is um. I don't know if if considered Austin or, or San Antonio based at this point, but uh, Texas, you know, group that that put that whole album together called Hungry, and it's it's a cool record too. Um, it's got a lot of tracks, um, and like about yeah. half of it is is tracks, and then and then the other half is like the dubs. So yeah. um, I'll tell you all to go check that out. Check out Mister Kali. Check out the project called Hungry. It, yeah, it really cool. I, I I dig it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that he does. I remember we, I, we talked to Kelly about this, that he'll have like the normal song and then track two will be like the dub of that song. And then he'll play yeah. the next song and then track three, track four will be the dub of that song. It's kind of yeah, like... Yeah,
2: so there's 10 tracks. So I guess there's five tracks and five dubs and they go back to back, which is um, interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not mad at it. I, I kind of like it like that. I, I wouldn't have thought... I, I come from the school of when you do something like that, just because the first thing I was introduced to was the Marcus Garvey Burning Spear record where it was like the whole record it was a, like a double disc the whole record of Marcus Garvey and then it was Garvey's Ghost which was the same record but dub.
1: Yeah. I think so, the way that um, Mr. Carly did it is kind of more of a European style. Yeah. I mean, I like it though. Yeah, it seems like that's what they do a lot over there, but
2: and it's it's kind of reminiscent to like the um like the singles that you would get where like the old school Jamaican stuff, where it would, it would play the track and then directly after the track would be the dub, and it'd be like a seven, it'd be like a seven minute cut, like yeah. extended cut, and True. it'd be the the, yeah, the track and then the version right after it. So it's it's kind of creates that same idea. What?
1: Well, what what do you got? You said you got
2: another tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have another tune because we're recording on Easter Sunday today, which um. That's right. Yeah, zombie Jesus. <laughs> zombie Jesus, and um, so uh, my my brother and I were were hanging out after work today, and and um, we're playing a uh, because we do this from time to time. We like to I know you guys didn't, but we grew up in the like the Catholic Church and everything, and and they have all these old songs that we just remember singing and stuff. So he was playing a bunch of those play a bunch of those songs, and um, so I wanted to show him this song, and it's a song that James showed us actually, but I don't know if Tom's heard it. But Dane, you've heard it, but I figured, yeah. hey, we, we might as well play it and show everybody else out there this tune. So
1: let's do it. Yeah. I
7: feel right, the time
5: this one's for Tom.
7: Celebrate. Good Lord. Come on. Oh. Hallelujah! To Though I try,
5: mm. Mm.
7: I try mm. not to wear these, these trials haven't come, come too much to bear. Because I call, I call Jesus, he, he is, hears he and answers he prayers. <laughs> what the devil meant for evil?
3: What'd you think? Uh, does the second part of the song, do they open up? Um, Like, is there, a, like in what way? Is there a breakdown during that second half? Uh, they're, they're, uh you know, when you have like these extended call and response yeah. things between the choir and the,
2: if, I mean, they, they change their textures from time to time, but the, the, song's pretty much more or less like what we heard. They, they go to those different dynamics during like the chorus and to
3: the verses and stuff. Nice. Yeah. That's going yeah. on my gospel playlist. Yeah, dude, put that yeah. on there. As we speak.
2: Um James found James introduced this song to us funny enough because he's not even listening to it. But um but yeah, um I just thought it was cool. Like when we were talking about <laughs> like the churches, like compared to the churches that I grew up in, compared to like being at this church, like this this would be rad. I would be there yeah. every week. I wish I went yeah. to that church. Yeah. The music the music is
1: so good, man. Yeah. The guitar, dude, the guitar. I love that guitar work and the weird modulations <laughs> and all that stuff is awesome. I I would be going to church all the time if my band, church band was like that. I'd be wanting to be in the band. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I couldn't hang in the band probably. It's not too
1: late, Dane. I don't know. I kind of got my own thing going at this point. You can never uh you know, you can always make time for Christ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, James, you're right. You know, I think I'm gonna quit the band and dedicate my um, life to the church. I'm quitting too. Yeah.
2: I am
0: going to become a priest.
2: I'm gonna start my own church. For
1: me, <laughs> I will be the 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 church of holy hot dogs. Holy hot dogs. <laughs> the holy water James, would be good. Because James James for- is trying to <laughs> tell me that he wants to open a. Uh, Uh, a new york style hot dog cart to go to 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 sell hot dogs in zilker park Ooh.
2: (laughs) james you know what if if you include like like veggie dogs in there um i bet you would make a killing man just rolling that cart around the park
5: yeah
0: i think it's a good idea
2: are you trying to do it yourself or you're just trying to fund it and have somebody else you know be rolling the cart around
0: uh I think I would do it for a while and then I'd be like all right you I'll pay you 10 dollars an
3: hour. So hot dogs. James James <laughs> I'll do it I'll do it for 15. You're too expensive. <laughs> I'll do it for 12. Man this but, is Yo but if you 15 do is the federal 15 is going to be the federally mandated minimum minimum wage. James, yeah, I mean, about to say right.
0: Yeah, yeah, but not for me. You're contracted. Oh, okay. You're not an employee. You're going to be a
1: contractor. Uh, I'm uh,
0: contracting you to, to run the hot dogs down. I'm not employing you.
1: You get no. paid off commissions okay.
0: <clears throat> Exactly for every hot dog you sell you oh, get, you get like, paid per dog cents. 25 cents per dog Yeah, if a hot dog count is two bucks 25 cents a big deal. You know how much are you
2: gonna sell the dogs
0: for? Two bucks. two bucks For your standard dog.
2: Is that gonna cover your cover your costs?
1: No, he hasn't done any of that business work yet. Exactly.
2: How about you go back to the drawing board and uh figure that one out,
1: James? Come back to us when you're ready. Wait. Well, <laughs> he, he's not really ready. I, I just kind of sprung that one on you. But uh what would what would be the name of this this endeavor? What's it what? What would you call it? I don't know. Same about wieners
2: though, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, call, you,
2: you should call it you should call it Wiener Express. <laughs> I, I thought about that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he called Wiener it uh, Express. uh tummy wieners because you eat them and it fills up your stomach. <laughs>
1: oh my god, that is strange.
0: <laughs> tummy that wieners. Called, what's that place called? Tummy wieners over there. That's a horrible oh, idea. Man.
1: You guys ever been to Austin? There's this dude <laughs> who walks around a park and sells tummy wieners. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> you just,
2: have to, try, just have to try it for yourself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's a
0: billionaire now. <laughs> <laughs> he has multiple hot dog carts across the entire country. Yeah. My whole business a- plan will be for uh people where there's people, but not a lot of people. So like... Maybe you'd see one at like Yellowstone because there's enough people at
2: Yellowstone. You're telling <laughs> so me you're, your going you're gonna ex- you're gonna expand to Yellowstone. I'm going to all the places no one else will. <laughs> you know what you should do? Have you thought about this? Check this out. Get a little. That's f- my a- business model. Like, like a float cart. You know the palita, the 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 palitas guys that who have like the floating cart that that uh walk it through like the surf. Yeah. You should do that. But like you could do it in Barton Springs and just have like a little raft and you have like the hot dog thing on there and and everything and. For people who are chilling in the water, you can yeah mean, exactly yeah they don't even have to get out.
0: Yes, that's my business model. I'm glad
1: you're understanding. No problem. The um, only problem is people don't generally have money. They'll have a cell
0: phone. How are they going to play their music from their from their tube? Well, this isn't
1: this is in the
2: future where everybody can Venmo you just by staring into your eyes for three seconds. <laughs> 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 don't even need a phone or anything. Yeah. And if you ever you fell go. in
0: love and stared into someone's eyes, you just start saying them money by accident. <laughs> You're
2: like, no, no. <laughs>
1: um. Well, hey, you mentioned this earlier, James, but tell us the news
3: about DMX. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't get to play my song. Oh, oh you have you a song? Time out. Yeah. I didn't know you added a song. I think I can play it from my phone. Let's okay. See. So but the song that I selected is uh, Love is the Answer by Garnet Silk. Ooh. And I think his uh, the anniversary of his passing was April second, so a couple days ago. Um, it was it really was really his passing song. or his birthday? Yeah, I thought it was his birthday. Oh, it was his birthday. Yeah, sorry, not his passing. Yeah, it was his birthday. Garnet Silk rules. So, uh, so this is Garnet Silk. Love is the answer. On I think the rhythm is uh, Unchained. I think it's that's tight. what this is called. But oh anyway, yeah, yeah, goes. cool. <laughs>
8: same for you Give it to child, my friend And you will prove what I'm saying is true Love is the answer There ain't no other Oh, love is the answer True love of a father If your neighbor Come begging you something Don't say go and come tomorrow give it now while you can. And I know, I know, Job will bless you. Oh, love is the answer. There ain't no other. We must exercise our love by forgiving and helping. We should teach others what they need to learn.
1: Such a great voice, so unique, you know?
3: And that version, too, of the rhythm is is tough. I thought it was produced by Exterminator, but it's Steely and Cleavy. Is that that guy's name?
1: Oh, okay, Steely and Cleavy, yeah. 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 For sure. Those were some good good production days. Steely and Cleavy are really cool. Um, I think RJ used to send stuff, I think, to one of them to, to mix. They're still doing works, still doing production stuff. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, big up Garnet Silk. It's a shame that uh, he. I think he was definitely one of those the reggae icons that we didn't get enough music out of. But even still, like for he being so young, he put out a lot of work. Surprising, yeah, yeah, he did. So, well, cool, man. Thanks for bringing that one. That was good. So anyway, now we can talk about some more current affairs. So James, tell me, tell me about what happened to DMX.
0: DMX, I just learned this. Hot off the press. Apparently, this happened Friday. I didn't know. Apparently, he had
1: beep, beep, a
0: how you say uh, heart attack. And how you say heart attack. <laughs> yeah, how you say <laughs> a, a heart attack. Uh. My wife. It would appear that the culprit is from hot dogs. No, it's from. Uh, I think it's. It said Probably. He, it said he had an overdose. Maybe is what they're saying now. Um, wow. And that he had a. Addiction to crack cocaine since he was 14 years old because he smoked a marijuana, uh, crack lace cigarette. Uh, and I guess he's had crack problems. I don't know. Wow. So I, I didn't even know it, that. I'm, actually. I'm also reading that it says that even though he is in the hospital, he is now in a vegetable like state where, wow, um, uh, it said that he ought. Lost a lot of uh, oxygen to his brain when the uh, paramedics were trying to resuscitate him for 30 minutes. So, wow, says that he might not uh, recover.
2: That's what they're saying. He might survive, uh, well, but he, he might not be the same, though. Yeah, was that, I always thought DMX was cool. I, I, I don't honestly don't know too much of his music, but I know, I know the staples. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, DMX was cool. Yeah. He was kind of one of those. Bad boy rappers, like, kind of scary rappers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but up in guess, here was Party Up. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. He finally lost his mind. <laughs> Crazy.
0: Y'all gonna make me Y'all
2: lose
1: gonna my gonna mind? gonna make me lose my mind. Hopefully he doesn't. Well, shit, man. Oh, we hope he gets better. Hopefully, uh, you know, they're wrong about the vegetable-like state, but... At the same time, you gotta treat your body good. Like you can't abuse it for years and years and years. So I I know it's tough for those people that are addicted to drugs, to to put it away. But especially people that are addicted to cigarettes too, which you know a lot of peop people out there still doing that. And um, it's tough on you. So yeah. Anyway. I mean addiction, addiction, yeah. to
2: addiction to anything, man. It's a it's a sickness, man.
1: Yeah. Um, but. Okay, cool. The, the, moving on, the other thing I got written down over here is uh, we were kind of reminiscing about Chicago days earlier this week and kind of wanted to just talk about like how grateful we were to be able to experience the, the Shrine nightclub, uh, which was on, on the south side, which was like, I want to say Surmac and what was it on, State? Was it on State?
2: I don't know. This makes me want to look it up because... Yeah, and it was such a cool Wabash. club. Wabash. It was it was on Wabash, uh 2109. Oh, it was South on Wabash. Wabash.
1: You're right. You're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. It was behind Reggie's then. Yeah, it was behind Reggie's. You're right. Yeah. So but so the shrine was originally Fela Kute's club in Nigeria back in the days. And this owner in Chicago decided to open up a place kind of based on that. So when you go in, there was like a very big portrait of Fela, which was really cool. And at that time, you could go, there was two different rooms. There was a big room and a small room. So when you walk into the club, there's like two different hallways you could take. And on the particular night that we would be there, uh, Sunday night, the left side was reggae, and the right side was like Chicago House. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool because in the reggae room, you know, there's a picture of His Majesty Halle Selassie. Yep, yep, yep. There's, you know, records on the wall and all this memorabilia and then on the other side it was just like more nightclub like they had big big speakers and it was very cool and that's kind of where we got our first dose of chicago house music and kind of got to really see what the real culture was like you know do you guys have any uh yeah you have any favorite Mm -hmm. times like a favorite story you'd want to share sorry tom you you weren't there but uh we're telling you about it too
2: (laughs) I mean, there was there was a that was a lot of cool times that we had there, and um, we were uh, like you said, we were we were playing on the on the reggae side on Sundays, and we backed up um, Rasta Kelly, who's still making music out there, and we had the opportunity to back Don Penn, who did uh no no no, you don't love me as I know now, you know that song, and mm. and that was cool because that was just. One of our first experiences backing uh, an artist,
1: an artist, yeah, or a big, big artist.
2: And then the the other side was cool too, like on those Sunday nights. Week and yeah, you you paid one fee to get in or something, and then you could kind of wander in between as you as
1: you pleased. And um, I remember at one point we we had like uh membership cards or like we had these special cards that got us in. If we didn't have to pay. Remember yeah, that?
2: yeah, yeah. I and it was notice. kind of like I don't the, even know. The times that i was over there it was it was like a, a lot of grown folks kind of thing where it was like this smooth house going on but the lights were real low and they had like blue and purple and green lights and there was like maybe fog and stuff it was just really like vibey in there it was it was cool it was kind of uh, grown
1: folks like i felt like we were young to yeah, be in that place like there, there, we there, there wasn't
2: there weren't really any scallywags in there <laughs>
1: no and people were dressing up like looking cool yeah I, and like we We, we kind of were intimidated by that, and we were like, "All right, let's dress up to, to play our shows." And like looking back, it just looks like we're wearing like our like s- school recital clothes or like our church <laughs> yeah. clothes. Like, we don't uh-huh. look cool yeah. at all. I call we, them we communion look, clothes. Yeah, it looks there's lame uh, as hell.
2: If you
0: look on the Instagram and put in the Shrine Chicago, there's uh, about 20 2,500 photos that you can still look at from uh, their events and whatnot. Oh, cool! Yeah, you can get an idea of what's going on. Yeah, I didn't we play the after party. The,
2: yeah, huh. exactly for the for the fella musical when it was yeah. hitting. Uh, I guess it was off Broadway and it was it was touring through Chicago. We played the after party. And I think I think it might have actually been the it might have been <laughs> the, hey. the rap party. Like I think it was their last night in town for the tour, and they had the party at the Shrine afterwards, and and. We got to be there and play some music to open things up. And they had the whole cast there. They had the whole touring cast. Um, yeah. That was really cool. And then the side where the, the house music normally was, the bigger side, like the concert stage side, I remember we saw Barrington Levy there. Yeah. We got to see that was a Bar- good concert. Barris Hammond there. Yeah. I remember seeing that. And KRS One. The, yeah. I, I didn't get to see those ones, but I remember those two the most. Like, and uh, like a lot of people hop and... Michael Rose was there. Um Marley would come through. Um yeah, it was very Afrocentric and and had a lot of reggae acts and and hip hop acts and uh, man, it was just such a really great venue. It's really sad that Yeah. it couldn't sustain itself, I guess.
1: For whatever reason it closed down and we don't know. We'd yeah. already left, but I wish that you know, we had a spot like that here in Austin that like was really holding down the culture and holding down like you know, a, a place with class, like, you know, still playing the music I like, but, like, classy, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, some somebody, I'm I'm putting that seed into the universe, somebody in Texas go in and open us up a cool club like that, a classy vibes club. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, Shrine was where we played some of our best shows, but moving on to the next topic where and what happened (laughs) when we played some of our worst shows so i wanted to see if you guys can remember or could recall what was your worst show are we talking about as lion heights i think it could be anything i mean it'd be kind of funny to know what it is for lion heights but you know if you got a good story of you know another band i
2: I was gonna say let's Let's try to think if if we can keep it within line heights so we all know like kind of what we're talking about. And we'll see. We're keeping Tom out of this one too because he, you know, he's the newest one to the group now. Yeah, but
1: Tom, you could share a a, a
3: worse show that you've played. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tom could have a worse show.
3: For sure. I haven't. I haven't played a worse show with. I haven't played any bad shows with y'all. Like shows that I would look back on and be like, man, that show sucked really bad. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. The pool. The pool
1: we did that sucked.
3: (laughs) I mean, that kind of sucked, but I wouldn't consider that among my top like three worst shows of all time.
1: It, the only thing that was
2: bad is, suck, is that we just played to suck
3: that bad. ourselves. Cuz
1: there's different there's
2: just a different measurements of it too. Like it could be like you know maybe we played a great show but nobody was there. You could consider that the worst yeah. or maybe like we did terribly. and We just off our game and there were people there and then it was like
1: oh that was the worst.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I guess it just depends like it's it's a subjective thing for sure.
1: True. So, who, who, who's got a, a nice little story to tell? I can start. All right. Go
3: ahead, man. Go ahead. This, but this, this happened with my band that I play with back in Philly, the Ragamuffins. And just a little bit of background we usually play gigs kind of nonstop throughout the summer in these beach towns along the, the New Jersey coast. And we had uh, a, a steady gig at this one place. Um, and the owners and managers were, were assholes. And this particular day, there was a massive rainstorm that swept through the Philadelphia area and just flooded all the streets. Um, so my other band members, I was fortunate enough to get on the right side of the bridge, get into New Jersey before the, it got really bad. Yeah. Um, but the other members got stuck in Philly, so they got, the, they got to the show late. Um, And, of course, the the owners and the managers were giving me a hard time. I was, like, the only representative of the band there. And and eventually, (laughs) they got down there in an hour, an hour after we were supposed to start. And we have this kind of, like, at that time, we had assembled, like, four or five subs because this particular place wanted us to bring a a larger sound system than we had. Um, So we... Set up. It was like a tower of subs, essentially, <laughs> and we set this thing up. We started late. Everybody was. It was just like you know, when you start late and you feel rushed. There's this tension in the air. Nobody oh, yeah. can really play loosely, mm-hmm. and and it just it's Kinda just a bad time.
2: It ruins everything. It yeah. kills
3: the vibe. And to make to make matters worse, so after these storms swept through, uh, you know, sometimes this happens. You get a lot of wind on the back end of the front, and. And this was happening at this gig. The gig was on the bay and the wind was so <laughs> the wind was so strong and we were playing to like, I guess you could go like upper class folks, upper class white folks. Everybody was sitting down eating dinner out on the bay on this deck and this like gale gust rolled through and blew over, <laughs> blew over the, uh, blew over the speaker tower. Oh,
6: my oh, God! that we
3: had no like this tower of subs, so and it made this just like this horrendous noise and uh and then two of the subs broke as a result of taking this fall. Damn. and it was just a disaster. all around it was a disaster. damn um, so that that show sucked
1: <laughs>
3: that was that was the worst show by far I've ever played in my life on so many <laughs> different levels, like logistically, musically, everything was just bad. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh it happens, man. Thankfully we sure We try to get we yeah, we try to leave early enough to not like get caught up, but it still happens sometimes.
0: Sometimes you can be early and the venue is behind.
1: Yeah, we've showed up to places and the doors have been locked and we're like, are they even open? <laughs> or oh. they didn't even
2: know we were supposed to be there, which has I kinda, happened multiple times.
1: Yeah, yeah I kind of have a a worse show story. I think I think one of—I don't know if it's my worst show—but one of them was that time when we played at uh, Albuquerque and they booked us at that um, that gay bar. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That was weird. (laughs) Wait, what? That was weird. I don't. And wait, what happened? This whole thing was very strange, man. But basically, like, we hit up Albuquerque reggae, I think, or Albuquerque reggae hit us up. I can't remember what happened, and they were like, "We want you all to play this show." we were like, all right. It was for well, some
2: kind of event that they had going on, and they had like other people that were supposed to be there, and it was supposed to be this whole thing. But, but
1: yeah, and I, I yeah. can't remember if we agreed to do a door a door deal or what. But we were like, okay, it's right on the strip, uh, so it should be a good place. And then when we showed up, we were like looking at it, and we we're like, hold up, hold up, this is n- this is a gay bar. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, which you know, whatever, but it's kind of strange to hold a reggae show there and turns out that albuquerque reggae was actually this dude from san antonio who we've already worked with before and you know kind of was like lying to us online about who he really was and we ended up kind of going getting into it with him about like the money split up and like the like the how the show is going to operate like How long do we play? Like just all the details, we kind of, it just wasn't adding up. So there was a moment where we were, we were all like, all right, should we just get, put our stuff back in the car and get out of here? And we kind of decided, we were like, you know what, if there are any, any people that came to Albuquerque or whatever came out that were going to come to see us, then we should go ahead and just play for the, for the fans, for the people and, and not even worry about that dude. Um so we are like all right let's just play anyway. And man nobody came to that damn show. It was such a bust. Like it was they didn't have no stage, they didn't have no a couple lights. Crackheads. Yeah, it was all just like street people and it was it was all, it just was all getting so organized very
2: last minute like like, like the people 30 the people minutes before that the show worked
1: there. The people that worked
2: there did not know that there was going to be music and a band setting up. So they had to, like, clear their tables, make room, and then they had to, like, accommodate us, and we were just showing up, and we were expecting that all this stuff had been figured out already, which it had not, and hadn't to the degree that the actual place that we were playing didn't even know what was going on. So there was a lot of frustration going on, and
1: yeah. (laughs) I've never, yeah, we've never gotten, like, in such an argument with a promoter before, but this guy was seriously just, like i think just trying to piss us off on purpose felt like yeah i mean it's it's hard to for everybody out
2: there like it's hard it's hard when you're when you're traveling and uh and you're on the road and then you get to a spot and you've just driven you know x amount of miles and you packed up all your stuff and you know called off for work and this and that and then you get to a place and they don't even know you're supposed to be there, and it's not. It, you know, as we're talking about, it's not always their fault, but it's still just like we're something in the chain of communication went wrong. And um, if 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 the place you're playing at doesn't even know that there's a show happening, how do you expect anybody else to show up to that? You know what I'm saying? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So that's kind don't, of just like when you see that and you get there, it's a bad sign. It's
1: it's a bad yeah. sign. Yeah, <laughs> and don't and we try waste to make the best band's out of it, time. Though. Like we're all out here trying to do this mission and it needs to fund itself too like you don't just come out on the road and just hope that you are able to put gas in the tank you got to line things up so it makes sense so that that's what made me so mad is like we came out there with the expectation and then that was just like went right out the window but anyway that was i think that was my worst show
2: everything's a learning opportunity too like and, and for for every one of these shows like I don't mean to dwell on a negative it's It's funny to talk about these things, but they have all they have each individual gig has taught us a lesson of how to approach doing this again true. So it's like a constant learning experience that wipes away what you thought before and and reteaches you what to expect and maybe to not have expectations or to present your expectations so you're not assuming anything yeah. I remember um, my, my, mine was gonna be. Um, I don't know if y'all remember when we were in college and we went to Joliet and we played this like big ass the birthday? place.
0: That was the uh, the uh, train place.
2: I don't remember what it was called, but it was like this big old stage, and and literally, it was on a Sunday, I think, um, and we played this huge stage with the Roots Rockers. And we played for the staff. Not a soul oh, entered that. Oh yeah. Not a oh soul yeah. entered that. And this was the place where we went to the uh, the Haras afterwards. And James flipped his money around. But um. But yeah, y'all remember that? I won a bunch of money. I do. We literally played for the staff. Like not another. And then we got pulled over. Not a single person walked in that building the whole time we were there. Yeah. It, it yeah. It. The place looked like it was closed. It just made absolutely no sense at all of why we were and here. I'm
1: pretty sure we had a guarantee that night too so I think we were supposed to have a guarantee but I think we
2: ended up um, taking less right at, at the end of the night it was, yeah at the end of the night um what we had talked about became like a well you know I mean nobody came and we were like yeah uh, we told you that when we said we were gonna do that we don't, we don't know anybody out here like it's it's kind of up to you and you said everything would be cool and they were like well, yeah, I can't really give you what we agreed upon. And once again, as a traveling band, uh, that's not cool. Yeah.
1: Yo, so but, much people out there just think they could set up shows just because they're like, oh, I know the owner of this place, and I know the singer of this band. They, I'm yeah. going to put it together. And we it's should like, do a show. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people who want to start up, make, make all these startups without actually... Um, Testing the market and see like does anybody actually want my dumb invention? You know (laughs) (laughs) so Whatever They don't understand promotion and I guess also at that time we were like in college So we didn't really understand what was happening either But we you know enough enough to get upset about you know Going back on the deal and stuff. I think we even stopped working with that guy for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, we did true so and that was, uh, but I remember my first time going to casino that night and losing yeah, all my money gig, too. gig money. Yeah, I think we I made all my money. <laughs> I think I'm we pretty all... sure we made twenty bucks a
2: person. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Twenty bucks. And James, what happened to your twenty bucks?
0: I spent a nickel, and I made like eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's true. And then, and then uh, that was cool. And when I was walking back from the uh, slot machine with my little voucher to cash it out. Uh, I was like, you know, it's only a nickel. Why don't I go put some more money in just this one other one? So I went and did one more poll, and I won, like, another, like, 10, 15 bucks on some other slot. And I was like, cool. Now I'm leaving. But it was good. Yeah. It was a good night for James. And then we got pulled over, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. Because I clearly looked like I I didn't belong there with my Texas license plate.
2: Yeah, and we all had had different... uh, state ids at the time because like i said we were we were in college so all of us were coming from different places and we were probably traveling with traveling with like seven people
1: or something like that i'll i i do not remember everybody going to the casino we had two cars i think but anyway but yo james do you, you remember uh your worst show
0: yes i actually had a lot of fun at my worst show though <laughs> is it the kelly Rousty and kelly I say- show? I say worse, as in technically performance-wise, worse because I couldn't perform because I had, uh, well, what had happened was, uh, <laughs> <me and Jeremy. laughs> what had happened was, what had happened was, uh, 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 me and Jeremy had gone to it was for a it was a house party, for a friend of ours, um, and we had got to this party a little bit too early, way too early, and uh, <laughs> they started giving us. Copious amounts of uh alcohol. And uh well, let's just say I lost my ability to perform that night. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun
1: watching them you know, I was pretty you mad that you did that because I was really relying on you. I think we were playing as a trio too. We like, were Yeah. we so were you, and then Rasta Kelly was singing. You so we had yeah, drums, bass, and guitar and the singer. So without the guitar It's pretty damn hard to sing to just bass (laughs) with no reference of the chords and You know this was a cool party too like there was people there and I just remember This could have been your worst show too it sounds like It kind of kind of was for me also because I had to number one (laughs) hold it down like even more and then like I remember just turning around I remember you started off doing okay like we played some songs okay and then at some point, you, like, fell back off of your amp and, like, fell down <laughs> while we were playing. And I was just like, what the hell? And then, like, I was like, get up, James. Like, come on, man. You could do it. Like, let's go. And you're just like, nah. Nah, I'm done, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, damn it. You just, good right. thing it
0: you wasn't,
7: just, like, good, you just sat good thing there it wasn't on your real, amp like a real, for the rest
2: of the show.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It wasn't, like, a good thing it wasn't, like, a real show, though, like, that was hiring us. So it was just a birthday party.
1: Yeah. But still.
2: That's yeah. how I always justify it. Yeah, things. it was a house party. It was a house party. So, I mean, but
1: still. Yeah. And you never did it again, though. Never did it again. Dane, you I remember like that? to do.
2: You remember that time uh, we, uh, uh, Dana and I played this place? Man, I don't remember who we were playing with, but, um, like the keyboard, it was another trio gig with a singer, but, like, the keyboard player or guitar player didn't show up. So Dane and I played the whole show drum and bass. You remember that? No. Where was that? It was at that, it was like in the suburbs somewhere. in, uh, Oh yes, I, can't I do. Remember, was it with, with, with Kelly. Rasta Kelly?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, Arvel. I think was supposed to show up. Oh yeah, and play keys. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. What happened? I don't know. He didn't. He got pulled over. Know, or Something but happened. We, we but...
2: played. We played the whole thing, just drums and bass. That's it. And he's and he. We did the whole shit. Well, like, I don't know if we did the Cause, whole
1: thing, but. Because he was like, "Yo, like I promised you guys, we're gonna get paid tonight. So let's just go ahead and just do this gig and get our money." We we're like, are you sure it's not gonna be that great? Yeah, dude, that was rough. And you know what's so funny is that that happened to me again with Casper on drums
2: with Rasta Kelly too.
1: Yeah, me Kelly and Ra- me Kelly and Casper. Because uh, I think Ryan Pook was on that gig, and then he just like didn't get a ride. And I was at the venue, and like Pook called me, and he was like, "Hey man, can I get a ride?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm at the venue. We play in 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, like, like, what are you what? talking about?" And he's like, "Oh man, I'm I'm stuck in uh, where 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 did he live up there? Waukegan. Uh, K- Waukegan. Yeah, he's like, I'm in Waukegan. Waukegan. I'm like, this 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 gig is on the south side, dude. Like, we're on like a like hundred something. Away. You're like more than yeah. an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. And 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 at that point, I, this is this had happened to us so many times that I just didn't even care anymore. I was like, you know what? We're just gonna play, just play, get our money." And Go home. It's like whatever and that's kind of like another reason that I mean not not a reason in itself but the the music thing in Chicago is so weird like that and it was just so stressful to organize players and get people that like You know, that's kind of another reason why we started Lion Heights is like we just wanted to have our own unit to be more consistent. Yeah, you know? reliable cuz it was always a struggle trying to get the right singer the right drummer to show up on, on time and yeah. Oh, yeah
2: i mean that was like Indiana. the like like tom that was like what we did in uh in jersey too like when it was like about what was it like 20 like 30 minutes or 20 oh, minutes yeah. like until we were about to supposed to hit and you were called the dude and like the the lead singer and guitar player and
3: was like he's like i'm an hour away and we're like what yeah and then he got lost trying to find the place and jeremy ended up filling in you must have sang Six or seven songs before our actual singer got there. Wow! And and you killed it. I mean, did, oh, you, thanks man. You held it down like really well.
2: So. Yeah, we were at this like uh, we were at this like country club, and it was like for an event, so we couldn't really wait around. We kind of just had to roll with what
1: we had. It was interesting for sure. I hate that feeling where you're like, "Yo, where is my?" Because. The same thing for me and my band coming up, Brains for Dinner. Like, we're always like, where's the singer? Where's the singer? Showing up like two songs into the set or something. Yeah. Like, I can't take that out of my heart. You guys, it's ca- causing me gray hair.
2: Yeah, for real. For
5: real.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real, man. I want to be like early with, with our show. Like, that's what I loved about Saturday. We showed up early, did our little sound check, comfortable, got to hang out. You know what I'm saying? See San Antonio a little bit. That's what I'm about. Yeah. It's uh, so, way better. But anyway, well, I'm sure we'll 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 think of other worst shows as soon as we're done with the podcast, because that's what always happens. But yeah. And you know what? There's
2: a possibility that the worst is yet to come. Like, you know, maybe we haven't <laughs> even done it. We might not have even
3: played our worst show yet. That's oh, true. man. Oh, man. We got that may run. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <works for>. no. <laughs> no, 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 no,
2: no. It's not going to be during that.
3: No, I take that back. I don't want to manifest that. I take Thanks, that back. Thanks, Tom.
1: Yeah, but thankfully, I think with you, Tom, we're sounding real tight, and, like, we finally have a consistent thing going, because, as you all know, we've had a billion drummers, so it's nice to uh, really lock it in and try to get tight, so give thanks Mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, people, well, I think we're here at the end of episode 16, and, uh, yeah, it was so great. It was the best. Wonderful.
3: (laughs) Fantastic. It was huge Best podcast
1: Make sure
2: to go and check us
1: out On Instagram
2: At Lion Heights Find us on Facebook Follow us on all that good stuff Dane's controlling the Twitter right now Apparently Which I just found out So Yeah Follow us on Twitter oh. I barely you know what? I don't know what I'm doing um, <laughs> We got our new We got our records out uh, Same situation Vinyl is in our store On our online store You can visit www.lionheights.com And uh, Yeah You can grab the vinyl You can grab Elevate sweatshirt you know, we got other stuff on there. We got some hats. Yeah, and I want to I want to so. say
1: thanks to everyone that came to the shows, and you know, big up Kaya Katora for um, you mm-hmm. know showing us so much love. And they bought a bunch of our merch too, so I really want to say thank you for that. Hey, yeah, thank you. Yeah, but anyway, people, go on the website, check it out. We have a bunch of cool stuff for you, and we will see you next time. Peace. Amen. Take it easy. Or hear you. Or you will hear us. We'll hear each other. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear from us. <laughs> You'll hear from us. Bye.